the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Verse 7, so Jesus again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they might have life. And have it more abundantly. Welcome to another edition of Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. I'm Mike Trout, and I'm so glad you've joined us for this Tuesday edition of the broadcast as Pastor Leighton continues in the book of John talking about the Good Shepherd. More details about this ministry are available on the web at studyversebyverse.com. We'd love to know that you are listening. That's studyversebyverse.com. You can tell us that fact very easily when you go to that website. And now here's Pastor Layton. Now, Satan is an expert counterfeiter. And he counterfeits what God ordains. And God ordains true shepherds, so Satan has his own false shepherds. And they've always been a danger to the church, even from the church's very first days. Jesus cautioned, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. Paul warned the elders of the Ephesian church, I know that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. The apostle Peter wrote, False prophets also arose among the people, just as there will also be false teachers among you who will secretly introduce destructive heresies. We need to be aware that there are false pastors and there are false prophets. Now, in Palestine, each village in the area of Palestine that had shepherds had a fold either in the town or just outside of the town where the sheep were kept by night. Now, during the day, the shepherds would take their flocks out into the nearby fields and and, uh, feed them. But at night, they would come together and the shepherds would inspect the sheep as the sheep entered into the fold. And then one of the shepherds was assigned to be the door to the fold and guard the sheep. And that shepherd who was the door would not allow anyone except another shepherd into the flock. And if anybody wanted to disturb the sheep, and they weren't a shepherd, they would have to crawl over the walls, which obviously indicate that their intentions were not good. They must be thieves and robbers. Now, Christ said that his sheep would hear his voice. And it was a picture of our response to God's calling for our salvation. Jesus calls his own sheep by name because they are his. And their names were written from the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who has been slain. And after calling his sheep, he goes ahead of them. 
and the sheep follow him. Now, in the Near East and Middle East, unlike Australia and other places, the shepherds go ahead of the flock, and they lead the flock instead of driving the flock. And they do that to be alert to any potential dangers, uh, to make sure that the trail is safe and passable, and to lead their sheep into places where they can feed carefully, places that have already been scouted. And so it is with salvation that Jesus savingly calls his sheep and leads them to green pastures and quiet waters, as Psalm 23 describes it. Now, the reason that sheep follow the shepherd is because they know his voice. They know the voice of their shepherd. Dr. Philip Keller, uh, who is a professional shepherd, wrote a book entitled, A Shepherd Looks at the Good Shepherd and His Sheep. And he wrote, The relationship which rapidly develops between a shepherd and the sheep under his care is to a definite degree dependent upon the use of the shepherd's voice. Sheep quickly become accustomed to their owner's particular voice. They are acquainted with its unique tone. They know its peculiar sounds and inflections. They can distinguish it from that of any other person. If a stranger should come among them, they would not recognize nor respond to his voice in the same way that they would to the shepherd. Even if the visitor should use the same words and phrases as that of their rightful owner, they would not react the same way. Travelers in modern Palestine have documented this. A stranger, even if they are dressed in the shepherd's clothing and imitate his call, succeed only in making the sheep run away. They know the voice of their shepherd, and they only respond to that voice. And what does that tell us? Well, as true believers, as true sheep of his pasture, we will not abandon Christ, the good shepherd, to follow false shepherds. We recognize his voice. It is the voice of truth. And we reject error. John expressed that truth in his first epistle, 1 John. He said, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard that is coming, and now it is already in the world. You are from God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. They are from the world, therefore they speak as from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God. He who knows God listens to us. He who is not from God does not listen to us. And by this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Now the Apostle John concluded this first metaphor with a footnote. He says, this figure of speech, Jesus spoke to them, but they did not understand what those things were which he had been saying to them. Now the word there for figure of speech is a Greek word that describes a veiled language that is concealing a symbolic meaning. Now, we reread it, and it seems pretty plain enough, but 
the religious leaders that were there were so convinced that they were part of the flock of God because they were children of Abraham that they completely missed Jesus' indictment against them that they were the false prophets. They were the false shepherds. They were the thieves and the robbers. Verse 7, so Jesus again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. So in this portion of his teaching, Jesus describes himself as the door. And then in verse 11 is the good shepherd. And both have to do with salvation. As the door, he is the one way of entering into salvation, into God's sheepfold, into God's fold. He said, if anyone enters by me, he will be saved. And then, as the good shepherd, in verse 11, he is the one who cares for the sheep and provides for their salvation at the cost of his own life. Now, when he describes himself as the door, he brands those who don't come in by the door as thieves and robbers. And when he describes himself as the good shepherd, he contrasts himself with a a hired hand. And in both cases, he's contrasting himself with someone who is only motivated by personal gain and has an absence of interest in the well-being of the sheep. But he is the good shepherd. And the essential and central thing that he is communicating here is that he is laying down his life for his sheep. Now, sometimes the shepherd would sleep in the opening of the sheepfold to guard them, And he is the door that protects the sheep. And their ability to go in and out to rich pasture indicates that they are safe and protected by their shepherd. He says, no one comes to the Father except through me. Elsewhere, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I am the door. Now, his assertion that all who came before me are thieves and robbers is not a blanket statement. There are exceptions uh, in, in Moses and Joshua and David and Solomon and Ezra and Nehemiah and Isaiah and Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, and, and many others who were true shepherds. But here he is referring to the, the false shepherds, the wicked kings and priests and false prophets and messiahs. Their interest is merely selfish. But by contrast, Christ came for the benefit of his sheep. He came that they might have life. And not just life, but life abundant. Now, abundantly, the word there in the Greek, parisos, describes something that's far beyond necessary. He wants us to enjoy all of the goodness that life can bring. He says, if anyone enters by me, he will be saved. Now, the author does not often use the word to save, and he never 
exactly defines his meaning of it, but he makes it clear throughout his gospel that Jesus Christ came to save his people. And so it's a comprehensive term that describes the whole process by which people are delivered from their sin and its consequences and brought into a place of blessing from God. Verse 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for, his, for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he's a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. The word good refers to a noble character. He is the authentic, perfect shepherd. He is preeminent and above all others. More tomorrow on this same subject as we continue in the book of John with Pastor Leighton Sheely and this broadcast entitled Study Verse by Verse, taking you through the Word of God one verse at a time. If you've missed some of the previous programs, you can listen to them when you go to the website for the ministry and you can also find out more about this outreach and contribute at studyversebyverse.com. That's studyversebyverse.com. Join us tomorrow at this same time, if you can, when Pastor Layton will open the Word of God and we will study, once again, verse by verse.